Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Happy Hour Husband Hunting. I am your co-host, Kina. And and we are here today with a panel of guests for our episode, All Single But Not The Same. We thought that this would be a great idea to do this episode because we realized through the course of our conversations amongst ourselves and with our friends that although we all may be single, there really are differences amongst us in how we view singledom and how we have various perspectives on relationships. And so we thought it'd be cool bring a couple of our friends in today to help us navigate that. That's right. And I will start. Um, so I'm Shayla. And hopefully you've gotten to know me over this course of this show. Um, I'm the perpetual single and looking person on the panel today. Um, I've been <laughs> single for um, a while, a, a length of time I will not um, define on this show today, but um, <laughs> I'm here to offer that perspective. Someone who is actively searching um, and been single for a, a, a bit. Okay. My name is Derry. I am single, but I describe myself as semi-retired. I'll take a great <laughs> opportunity, but I'm not out here looking for me, dating is exhausting. It's a little difficult. So I'm looking, but think of me as like your Walmart employee. I don't go to a full-time job every day, but I'll pick up some shit. <laughs> that's like the best, that's oh the best description I've heard in my whole life. Okay. <laughs> I am Marie and I am recently divorced. Um, so I am technically single um, with kids and I am not looking at the moment. Um, I think being single is kind of like putting on a new coat right now. And uh, I have my kids as the priority. So it's not, it's not really something that uh, is important to me at the moment. Not to say that you know, it's not something I'll try out later on, but at the moment, I'm just trying to get used to being single again. Well, and I am Kima. I am single. Not however, really. <laughs> Shayla constantly <laughs> reminds me, not really, <laughs> because <laughs> I do have a gentleman caller and we have been dealing with each other for a a good amount of time um and so technically i'm single i'm not married um is that but how I do we defining is that how we defining single who's not married <laughs> i mean all single baby can not say perspectives are different <laughs> oh great you know Love it. <laughs> so all right guys i'm gonna go ahead and 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 kick this off because you know, we talked about, even in the intros, there was mention of dating. And so Shayla and I have had conversations before in our happy hours pre-COVID about what is the purpose of dating? Because I feel like there's, I categorize it in two different ways. There's dating with intention, 
Uh, and then there's dating, you know, you're dating with the intention of finding someone and building upon that. And then there's dating just for companionship, someone to hang out with, be cool with. So what are you guys views on what is the actual purpose of dating? I believe I, I mean, I only can speak for myself. I am very much a person that dates with intention. I think, I think for, um, on one, um, one hand, it, I think it depends on your age. Um, I think mm, yeah. for some, you know, when you're younger, there's not this long-term view of what comes next after dating. It's just, you're just having fun. Um, and then as you get older, you're like, I want to settle down. So it's more like you, there's a purpose to it. It's a, you're dating with intention. Though, I think I've always been, and maybe <laughs> that's just me, I've always been like this old soul kind of. So I never was like <laughs> one of those people that just strictly dated for fun, which I, what I'm saying is like dating someone yeah. that they really do not see any kind of future with. Or don't you want to be with them long term? <laughs> it's just literally strictly right. fun. And I guess I am um, a stick in the mud because that just never appealed to me. I'm always like, does he have, even when I was like 19, I'm like, but does he have potential to have a career? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I never was, I never was <laughs> like this fly by night. Like, I just want to have someone to have fun with and run around with. And I guess that's never yeah, was me. I never did that either, though. I'm, I'm a dating with intention type of person because I, mm-hmm. I am looking for someone that would add value to my life. Not just, I mean, fun as well, because I don't think relationships should be, um, I don't think, and this could be my, me being, I, I, you know, like a, idealistic person but I don't think relationships should be like really really hard and like fun sucking (laughs) like suck the life out of you (laughs) like I feel like that goes into like someone that's adding value to your life adding laughter adding fun adding like um financial stability adding like (laughs) (laughs) I love the way your voice just dropped a little bit with that (laughs) like adding like building a life together and adding things I I feel like that's what I'm I'm searching for so it's always intention like there's always this is intention for me yeah I would agree like I've, I've never been a person who dated just to date just to have fun like even in college or my friends were doing that and my roommate was like, yeah, I'm just going to date a bunch of guys and have a lot of fun. And I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I never, I never did that. I always, I felt my thing was, why would I waste my time dating That's all what these I'm people <laughs> when I could be like finding the right person and, and spending that time to build with that person versus, you know, like I could be out on a date with someone just to, for fun and miss out on meeting the person yeah i'm blocking my blessing because i want what free meal (laughs) you see when you out you know i love free food but you could be blocking your blessing (laughs) i could be blocking blessing so yeah i i totally agree for me that's that's always been um what it is for me but you know you also brought up a good point of as you get older I feel you really don't have time for the let's just stay for companionship stuff because 
you know, you're 30 and then you blink and you're 35. Yeah, you you know, and then, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you 35 and then you blink and then you're 40 and you, you were out here, you know, playing games (laughs) and, and missed out on the opportunity to meet your husband. So, um, it's just never, it's just never a concept that I grasped this solely dating for fun and companionship. This is Derry, and I can say that in my 20s, I was definitely dating for fun. I wanted to meet different types of people. I wanted to know what was out there. And yeah, like in the back of my head, I wanted to meet someone special. But I was that type that was like, well, this person's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, I'm a curious person. So I'm really interested in getting to know people and like what people have to offer. offer. But I will say that kind of like what you're saying as I'm getting older I'm realizing I don't want to date for fun and that's why I kind of joke that I'm retired aka semi-retired because I would (laughs) kind of like say like okay you're interesting you may not be what I need but Mm. or what I want long term but you know I would just kind of go with the interest um Mm. but now I, I want to be more focused and so I really want to like zone in especially um so I'm 35 and I'm at that age where it's like, okay, you should start thinking about making some decisions about what you actually want. Oh, you're still young, though. You're still mm. young, though. No. Don't you hate that when people say, you girl, you got some time. You got to that time. Know, like, I'm like, tell Mother Nature. Tell these eggs. Right. <laughs> um, I feel like 35 is that is that special, oh, to be that special age where people like... <laughs> <laughs> are like uh really trying to figure all these things out in terms of marriage and kids and yeah and all and, that and I can say that I don't feel like oh things are hopeless like I'm closer to 36 or 35 so I don't feel like things are just like hopeless and that nothing will ever happen like I have friends unfortunately who kind of feel that way are you talking um, about me but <laughs> no not you <laughs> I am not talking about you not at all but I, I I think like for me, I I just feel like I'm at the age where it's like, okay, you don't have a ton of time, but you have some time and you don't have to put yourself Mm -hmm. in a desperate situation. You don't have to just be with someone because you feel like you're running out of time or something like that. You definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And so I feel like I just have, (laughs) I have some time to really think about what I want. And that's why I want to take some time with myself to be intentional about what I'm doing. Mm. Well, this is Marie, and I guess I have a different perspective. Um, So, you know, I married young. I met my ex when I was 18, and we were married for 17 years. So I didn't really have much dating experience before I met him. And coming out of the marriage now, I feel like (laughs) I'm at a disadvantage because I don't, I really didn't know how to date then. And I feel like, wow, I really don't know how to date now because everything has changed over the last 20 years. Um, So I, I would say when I was younger, before I met my ex, um, my perspective would be to date with intention. Um, I think that's probably why I didn't date as much before I met him because, you know, in middle school and high school, I saw my classmates, you know, coupling. And then all of a sudden 
in a month or two, they would be with somebody else. And to me, that just seemed like a waste of time. Like, you know, this is not like a, like, a, you know, a dance where we just, you know, rotate partners round and round. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to <laughs> bother with that. Um, so, but now that I'm older and having been married, and now I have two, two kids, you know, my, my kids are everything to me. That's, that's my priority. So I don't feel like time is, you know, um, I have to work against the clock to find a companion because for me, just being there for my kids is everything. So whether or not I meet somebody who's on board with that, you know, it's, it's, it's okay if I don't. And if I do, that's great. Um, so I don't, I'm not necessarily looking for a companion now. I mean, a, like a, a spouse or a partner now, because I just want to take care of me and I just want to take care of my kids. So I'm a little bit more open now to maybe dating for fun. Not, not so much like, oh, I'll just go on a bunch of dates, you know, every week or anything like that. But I, I'm not looking for anything long term right now because I just need to be comfortable with finding my own identity since I married so young and, you know, mm. also developing my boys to become, you know, strong, independent, courteous men. So that's kind of mm. my priority. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like dairy in the sense that, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not really aggressively looking or anything. If it happens, it happens, but it's it's not really a priority. And I think with my scenario, it probably lessens the pool of men that would want to date me anyway, because I don't know how many men would want to deal with entering a relationship with someone who has kids. Um, and my kids are still pretty young. So, you know. You might be surprised because we are at an age um you know, everyone on this call is over 35, between the ages of 35 and 42. So um, we are all at an age where our dating pool is very easy to consist of men who themselves have children, who themselves are divorced. So I think it might not be yes. as hard as you, I know as I you may think. That we're, <laughs> we're at this point, we're like catching the guys on their divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like I've even had I've even had pushback um as a woman with no children. Like oh. why don't you have children? You're Oh yes. my god. You know, like why yes. what what is the issue that you couldn't have kids? You know, mm-hmm. what was the issue? You know in terms of dating, I think it's I, I'm sure there's yeah, we're getting to the age. I'm you know, I'm forty two getting to the age where you know the potential partners out there might be in the same boat as me but I don't know I just um it's I don't know if I want to admit this to myself but sometimes I I I have to believe that my kids are always going to come first right now and I don't know if I will find a mate or a companion or a partner who's going to be willing to accept that or if my feelings will ever change from that perspective okay so along the lines of you know 
getting out there and dating if you're going to date no matter if it's just you know as we talked about dating for fun or the 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 few of us who are still kind of um if we do dates dating for intention and uh trying to find that more long-term partner um so how do you you know in terms of your single situation how you're viewing dating how do you go about putting yourself out there to meet someone or find someone um so i kind of want to talk about that for a moment well i think um the most important thing you can do or the most basic thing you can do to put yourself out there is um <laughs> get How out are we gonna do i that mean COVID? <laughs> it's difficult in oh, well i was gonna say it's difficult to do that in covet times but outside of these extenuating circumstances you have to put yourself out i always tell people you're not going to meet someone while sitting on your couch you can't bitch moan and complain about being single or being lonely when you sit on your couch every weekend. You have to go out and put yourself in situations where you can meet people um, intentionally. So, you know, if that's going out, you know, 4-H happy hours, like we did on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, we put us, you know, we went a different place uh, every week, a different part of the city, different settings and scenarios and and, um, you know, where different people would be um, or, you know, taking an invitation to a party, um, taking an invitation to dinner, just be out in the world. Um, Shayla thinks it's weird, but I don't think it's weird. You know, if a guy approaches <laughs> you at the supermarket going, you know, just doing your regular shopping, you can meet someone like don't have to order everything online. I Actually, go to the Target, you know I go to the online. Kroger, I feel like <laughs> go to the mall. To attack me with your words, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> trust me I wasn't thinking about you really but <laughs> but you have to be out in the world to meet someone they're not going to magically show up at your door unless it's the delivery guy UPS or like the mailman or <laughs> something man. Maybe. there's some love match <laughs> connection <laughs> the milkman like <laughs> like like a man's not going to magically like just show up at your door unless he's like delivering something to you right but um yeah, I mean that's that's it. That's, that's the <laughs> basic kind of thing. Has been single for a while. I will say that, and this may be funny, but I will say that sometimes I forget to be actively looking. Like I just, I'm just so engrossed in my life, but in terms of you know my professional life and my career, and you know friends, keeping up with friends or my hobbies, that I forget that I should be looking like I literally caught myself today and was like, Oh, I'm supposed to be online trying to, this online dating thing. And I'm supposed to be doing it. And I have not been doing it. So were you not? I wasn't okay, going to say anyway, anything. I, like I'm so much going on with my life that I forget that I should be looking. Cause like we talked about time is not slowing down or stopping. Um, so yeah, like I know that, mm -hmm. you know, from my perspective, I need to really remind myself, I need to be doing this because, and especially because it's, um, COVID times and I'm not going out and doing things where mm -hmm. there's a bunch of people I can meet, um, you know, without, without trying necessarily. But I know for me, that's, that's something going on right now.
I think that's probably more common than you would think is that people get so engrossed in their everyday life and tasks and they get so used Mm -hmm. to being single as well that they just kind of forget to be intentional you know um I think you know people say oh you know it it always happens when you're not looking for it that's fine that could happen while I'm not (laughs) looking for it at the grocery store um (laughs) it'll happen you don't even have to try when it when it's meant to happen it'll happen and then you have others who will be like no, you need to be proactive and you need to make it happen and you need to have that vision board <laughs> set up. <laughs> and you need to be on it. <laughs> like, I feel like there's two different groups of people who both think they're correct. And I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. which way is that? What do I not? So, yeah. But I feel like I've been doing a lot of the it's going to happen. You only have to pay attention to it. And that's not working. So I need to maybe switch. <laughs> before active <laughs> yeah switch it up friend so switch it up friend <laughs> you can't keep doing the same <laughs> thing and expect a different result yes yes <laughs> well, but I think it's a mix like I don't think that you can like say oh uh it'll happen and then like you go to the grocery store and sweat every day which is what I do again <laughs> so therefore Are I'm you not guys attacking you at words because <laughs> no Again, I said that's what I do. So I'm attacking myself on this one. Like maybe put on a jean or something, a, a, a casual dress, maybe. But mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but I do think that you kind of have to be intentional, especially if there's something specific that you want. And you know, pre-COVID, because COVID is just kind of a, um, a um a thing that we just all have to work with and deal with, and we have to listen to the people right now and not do everything that we want to do um pre-covid my friend and she's she lives in arizona but we had made a pact that we were going to not only try different things but kind of be intentional about the things that we were trying and so one of her things that she wanted to do was that she wanted to go to more professional type conferences and events and things like that thinking okay, there may be single professional men. So she's trying to, her, her thought was, let's put ourselves in the place where men may be. And not necessarily that we're just sitting around hoping that, you know, we're going to like be a bait for a fish, <laughs> but that, <laughs> but that, you know, if, if we want someone who's professional, well, what do professional men do? You know, if we want someone mm-hmm. who, is athletic well what do athletic men do you know but like thinking about i feel like i'm trying all that i think i'm just unlucky guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like i'm done all that but yes i agree i agree if you you, if you're you know into athletic men what what, where are they what are they doing that's where you need to be you know want a professional man you know Mm -hmm. get up them networking events again i've tried all those guys i don't know what i i I think i'm just unlucky right right You know, a real thing I've noticed for myself is that I always meet men where I'm out of town. So if I'm in Atlanta, mm. oh, I, I never meet a man. But if I like travel to like like a hundred miles out, listen, like I will meet someone. And I don't we, know if it's we about, talk about like this They can smell the fresh <laughs> meat. Yeah, maybe it's like hard meat. Maybe it's I'm like the that. same thing when I moved to Atlanta, and I feel like <laughs> yeah. guys were on me constantly, and then I got you know used the the new car smell vanished. And now I can't get anyone to throw a look in my direction. It's like, yeah, I agree. You go out of town, though. You, you, you fresh again. That's what that is. 
Yeah. Yeah. But I think that part of it could be that, like, that's true. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm confident. Like, none of it matters, mm-hmm. you know. So, I think that that goes a long way. Just like, not only like not looking like you're looking for somebody, but and so maybe that's what people mean when they say like it'll happen when you least expect it. Like, you know, like maybe not that you're just like being confident. Side note: How do we feel about the girls that be mm-hmm. at the gym in full makeup? How do we how do we feel about that? Oh, yeah. Well, that's just dumb. Like you look. I've never. I. Uh, I don't think I've seen anybody at the gym in full makeup. Um, but clearly, it would seem to me that you're there on the prowl. Um, I'll say what burns my biscuit about girls at the gym is those that insist only. on wearing a sports bra and nothing it's, else. Like you just got a sports bra, and some shorts, somebody. and sports bra. Because they're like, putting themselves out there. You gotta have your foot together. Clearly, you gotta have your workout. <laughs> exactly, they're, yeah. they're where the athletic men are. <laughs> there you go. There you I go. Mean, I have there you go. Yeah, workout gear. <laughs> I'm just like, again, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to be only wearing that sports bra <laughs> and them bike shorts. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I have a friend who uses that as his one of his primary like modes of like socializing. So there's something for everybody. Me, I. I put myself out there for other reasons. So I'm thinking of ways to put myself out there just to just meet people in general. Um, And if it happens to be a man that I'm attracted to, great. But I, I think, you know, as you get older, it gets harder to meet, you know, to, to meet friends or to make friends. So I, look at it as what are the hobbies that I enjoy doing that are more social in nature and trying to pursue those kinds of hobbies and, you know, putting myself out there in a way that, you know, if I talk to more people and I happen to find a guy that I have good conversation with, we have, we meet at one of these, you know, activities that I enjoy he enjoys that's something we have in common um I think that's kind of how that's my outlook on how to put yourself out there I don't think I could do the um you know anything that's dating specific like I've I've had a few friends tell me of their experiences with the you know pre-covid with like speed dating and you know the um just those singles events I don't think that's not my thing. I, I, I don't, I don't like to do something like that where I feel like it's, it's forced and I never do well in those kinds of situations. I think if it just, I'm, I'm more for putting myself out there where thing, you know, things could happen more naturally, um, where I'm more comfortable and hopefully I meet someone who shares common interests. Do you guys feel like, your particular type of single places you at any particular disadvantage um, to in a way yes i think there's a for me there's a disadvantage and an advantage so the disadvantage is that i um have a very low tolerance <laughs> for since i've been single for so long like i like i said i'm like comfortable in my life in some in some ways 
Um, so I don't tolerate, I can't tolerate a lot of things. I just don't tolerate a lot of things that I see other people I know in their dating life tolerate with guys, you know, know, it could be like how guys treat them or, you know, some ish they be on or like some drama they be on. Like, I just don't, I can't, I just don't, I I just, unless you are, like I said, adding some values to my life and not adding drama because I'm, I'm not trying to add stress to my life. Um, I can't deal with you. (laughs) Like I can't do it. So in some ways I think that may, I may, I may, um, prematurely cut someone off. Um, because, there's something you know mm. I feel like will lead to something else I just can't I can't tolerate but I think in some ways that's also an advantage because I kind of know what I want and I'm already preemptively cutting off any dra- like drama that I red flags we talk about red flags all the time <laughs> red flags I feel because I'm very much an observer and because I haven't been in relationships myself and I haven't been um I think kind of distracted with my own relationships. I really like observe other people's relationships and things that go on in them and things that, you know, happen. And so I feel like I, <laughs> sometimes I could pick out the red flags. Um, and so in, in some ways an advantage, some ways a disadvantage, I think. But like, even like from my perspective, it's a disadvantage in the way that like, I'm very quick. I'll cut you off. I don't do a whole lot of, um, multiple like tries. <laughs> like, like I don't give like a bunch of chances because like I already know how it's going to work. And also like, I know what I'm looking for. Um, but at the same time, on the flip side, I kind of know what I'm looking for, but I often wonder sometimes, am I cutting myself off from something that I mm-hmm. don't know that I needed or wanted? Maybe I'm not sure, but mm. I kind of know that like I'm at an age where I've been single for long enough that I don't necessarily feel right. like I have to have someone and that I want like to me being with someone who makes me feel uncomfortable or who mm-hmm, makes me feel mm-hmm. sad or insecure doesn't trump yes me being by myself exactly. and potentially being happy. So like that's kind of the upside, and I see people kind of like succumbing to that. Like, hey, I, I just want to be with someone. Um, hmm. But you know, on the disadvantage side, like, does it make me preemptively cut people off? Because I'm not perfect. I have a lot of flaws. I think my disadvantage is that I was in a relationship for for so long with someone that just irritated me so much that. <laughs> I kind of see that in all men right now. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I, I was so irritated. You know, I married for 17 years, been with that guy for 21 years. And, you know, just I, 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 every little thing that he did that irritated me, I, I can see it in every relationship I observe whether it's you know my own father or my mm. brother-in-law or do tell what are these irritating things i'm curious i don't know it's just it's just just the the insensitivity mm-hmm. of you know 
the woman's the woman needing to be validated Mm -hmm. or the woman just doing everything on her own like making every decision when it comes to raising kids on their own or the man just doing what he wants to do just selfishly you know his selfish needs always come first over the couple or over the family it I, I don't know I, I don't know if I'm just hypersensitive to picking up on that because I, I dealt with it for so long in my own relationship but I just you know I see it even in like strangers that I meet like married couples that I meet outside and just the way that the, the guy is just not in tune with the woman and he just you know, he talks for the sake of talking about himself, but it's not really inclusive of their relationship or of her. I don't know if it's just me being hypersensitive to things, but I just don't, I just get easily irritated with, with men in general right now. So that's kind of my disadvantage in meeting someone is because I'm already kind of put off. I can agree with you on that, even as like a person who's always been single, because I've been very mindful of, and maybe it's the way I was raised and, you know, my, my parents are great. I, I didn't necessarily see this so much with my parents, but maybe like some people in my family, in my community, where the man is just so judgmental and just so like puts himself first in a way where it it's, it, it runs over like the woman in that relationship and she doesn't feel like she has a lot of autonomy or like a lot of choice and like part of it could be that you know there were like some financial um restraints and you know they had kids so they didn't want to like keep the family together or like culturally um the way I grew up or like in the religion in the religion that I grew up in it's kind of like women are supposed to um obey their men in a lot of ways and so I've always been very, very mindful of making sure that I, once I see that type of behavior, to nip it in the bud. Because, and I think that the older that I get and the longer that I'm single, the more that I'm just like, hey, I'm not going to have some man come in exactly. talking crazy to me or like telling me that he's going to take over, you know, how we're going to do our finances or make the, the final decisions on how we're going to like raise our kids or run our household. Like, I don't need you talking crazy to me because where were you for the last 20 years and I've been trying to get on my feet talking crazy to me. So I, I, I really am mindful of like things like that because I get irritated too, you know, listening to things that I see in my family and even like some patterns that I see like when I do date, it's, it's trouble to me. Um, so even as a person who's always been single, I'm like so mindful of how is this person going to act as a partner? Cause mm-hmm. I really am looking for someone who wants to like be a partner and who wants to like lead because he's good at leading, not yep. because he's the man. Mm. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> I think, um, for me, I'm at a disadvantage because I'm in a kind of an ambiguous space relationship-wise. Like call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we've been dealing with each other um, for a long time. And there are feelings involved, mutual feelings involved. Um but at the same time, we live in separate states and, 
there is a certain amount of freedom that we have to kind of do what we want to do. Um, but there would be, I don't know, it's kind of like a guilt attached <laughs> for me um, to um, like accepting a date from someone or, you know, talking to someone else. I would feel, um, I would question is it something that I should be doing that or not? Exclusive, um, or is there an understanding? That, no, we we have allowed ourselves to be free, <laughs> um, but at the same time, you can verbalize. Yeah, you know, we can do whatever we want to do, but you know, when you know this person feels a certain way about you, and you feel a certain way about them, it doesn't make it so clear cut. You know, if you were put in a situation of you know being able to talk to someone or meeting someone else, so you know, I'm free to do what I want, but, um, it doesn't feel. Yeah. I can understand so with that because I, I'm the kind of, I, I'm somebody that's very loyal probably, um, to a disadvantage. So if I were to be in a relationship like that, where we're not necessarily exclusive or boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't, I'm not a good like serial dater, I don't think, because I would tie if I started dating one person, mm -hmm. I would stick to just dating that person, even if I had the freedom to see else. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I just become very loyal to that person. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm not good at multitasking. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to carry on a relationship with one person yeah. and then another man. And then, like that's too schizophrenic for me. I, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to carry myself on like that. Right. Yeah. That, that that's perfect. Like a perfect des description of um, how I feel as well. It's a loyalty. That was the main thing. It's, it's a sense of loyalty and being loyal to that person um and not really being interested in spreading myself around <laughs> I don't want to say around but I'll say thin <laughs> so here's something for me that I do feel like is hard to find and does not exist and you guys may feel differently um a soulmate I do not believe in soulmates no I believe you can find someone that can be a great match for you and you can get married and you can be together uh, literally until death does you part. But I don't believe that there is such thing as a soulmate because to me, a soulmate is someone who is, you know, and this is just my definition, um, who is mm -hmm. perfect for you in every way. And I don't I think, think that that exists. If, I don't think that you can find someone who is perfect for you in every way. Because um, there, like you said, there's no one that's perfect for you in every way. That just does not exist. But I think a soulmate is a the person that's perfect for you, not necessarily perfect in every way. Like, so I think that exists. I think probability-wise, there is someone out there that is would be the perf, you know, a perfect imperfect match for you. Like the be the best person that would be the best for you is out there. Now, will you find that person? <laughs> that is what I think is very rare i think it happens um but it's very rare um so i think a lot of people um have to make do with 
who get who they meet in their lives that's that could still have the you know you could still have a great relationship with or you know whatever but i do believe soulmates exist but is, mm-hmm. i do i think it you know are the mm. odds in your favor <laughs> um a meeting that soulmate maybe not but i believe that i mean what but it depends on how you define it. It depends on how you define soulmates. Well, that's true because it, 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 you know, it could be very different definitions. Um, you know, you and I just have two different definitions. But why well, I, I agree with Sheila. I think there's, there's, I think there is a match for everybody out there. There is somebody that is the most compatible with each person, but I. I don't think it's very easy to find. Like you really got to be putting yourself out there a lot in different situations and different scenarios, meeting a lot of different people mm-hmm. to probably run across that, that person that is the best match for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come somewhere in the middle. Um, so first of all, I don't necessarily think that like a soulmate is romantic, um, nor do I think that that's the person that you're going to be with. So, like, the way I think about it, um, a soulmate is someone who, like, changes your life. And it's, like, like life-altering. Like, they, you know, diverge your life or whatever. And I think that, like, hmm. in most ways, like, we like to see it as the positive. But I think that, like, it could be a situation where it's tough at first, but you learn something very valuable that, like, moves you on to the next thing. Um, so, in that way, hmm. I kind of... Like, I'm not necessarily of the position that there's a match for everyone. Um, I think statistically, meh, is that is that possible? I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. But um, I just kind of, like, look out there and see, like, is there a match for everyone? I'm not sure. But I also, like, am in the belief that, like, not having a partner doesn't make you whole. And just because, like, you have a soulmate doesn't necessarily believe, you know, mean that you guys are going to be together forever. And just in my mm-hmm. definition. Okay, so, you know, we've all had differing opinions on what a soulmate looks like. Um, you know, <laughs> most of y'all think that, you know, they exist, that's fine. Um, but, <laughs> I mean... I, I do believe that there can be the one and How I feel like the different? one is different than a soulmate, you know, like right now, <laughs> the one is like the one that you end up with, whether they're your soulmate or not. Um, okay. You know, like the person that, like I said, like you could see yourself spending, you know, the rest of your time with, you know, get married, build a life with whatever. Um, for me, that looks like, you know, someone who is um, thoughtful. That's a big thing for me is thoughtfulness. Um, Sometimes I think it's hard for people to um, take into consideration what their significant other likes or is interested in. Um, If it's something that they are not also interested in, they can forget that, you know, I don't like flowers, but my significant other likes flowers so let me make sure that I get her flowers or I'm not into birthdays but it's her thing so let me make sure that her birthday is special um so someone who is thoughtful um you know we talked about this before Shayla someone who has a sense of spirituality um someone who is um a leader 
um, someone who is very comfortable expressing affection verbally and physically. Um, just someone that I feel totally comfortable being myself with. Like I can let all my guards down and just be myself and that person finds beauty in that. I mean, I could go on, the list could go on and on, but to me, that's <laughs> what my one would look like who is not my soulmate. I mean, I second all that. I think we all want that, right? Yeah, I would just add uh, someone who yeah, I mean, I views like themselves as an equal partner to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think uh, you know I I I didn't feel that in my marriage. I felt like he thought because. Um, once we had kids, I ended up staying home to raise the kids. I always felt that he felt he was superior to me because he was making the money. Um, and that my contribution of mm. raising the kids and taking every care of everything at home and giving him the ability uh-huh. to kill himself at work and bring that money in um, wasn't an equal contribution. So to be with somebody who, who truly feels Mm. like they're coming into this relationship as an equal and as a partner, you know, I'm here to support you and you're going to be here to support Mm -hmm. me. um, Whatever that may look like. I, I think that's, to me, that's high on my list of, you know, qualities for a potential mate. Let's, let's talk about long-distance mm-hmm. relationships, shall we? Um, <laughs> you kind of talked a little bit about okay. how that plays a role <laughs> in your situationship um, with your gentleman caller. So, you know, do you feel long-distance relationships can work? Is that is that one of the reasons or the, the main reason why it's not a relationship versus situationship? How are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, if the, this isn't my first time doing a long distance relationship. Um, and um, I don't feel like the distance played a part in breaking up or the dissolution of any um, long distance situations that I've been in. Um, I do very well by myself. I appreciate the companionship of a man. But I do very well by myself and keeping myself busy and entertained. I don't need to be up under a man all the time. And also, I um, have a high amount of trust and security. Um, I'm not one of those people that needs to know what you're doing, where you're at, who you're doing it with. I don't you know, need check-ins and things like that. So the way I re- approach relationships or situationships um, my, I think those characteristics about me make long distance easy. Um, I would say, you know, I, I, I do find in long distance relationships. I don't, I'm not against them. I would, I would, you know, continue to do long distance relationship relationships or situationships, but uh, the problem comes into play when you have reached a point where, um, you know, you're trying to move this to a point of, you know, engagement, marriage, things like that. Um, you know, someone's going to have to be uprooted and you have to make sure that 
you know, that person who is leaving all that they know to go to where the other person is that, you know, they're feeling good about it. They're secure in their decision and they're secure in their decision to do that for that person. Um, and I feel like, you know, at, at this point in time, we're not there. Um, but, um, I don't think it, I don't think we're a situationship because solely because of the distance, um, but it does contribute to that. Um, you know, if we had conversations and we're like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and make this thing like solidly official. One of us needs to move. Um, I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I probably would actually end up being the one to move because I believe in going to wherever the breadwinner is and he is by leaps and bounds <laughs> the breadwinner in this situation so I would I would I would go to him I feel like where are the good men in Atlanta <laughs> I feel like I have to I need to like go out anyway <laughs> go out and look for a living in another state anyway and import them in um I import them in um I my impressions okay. of them is that for what I have seen and I've been you know when I was in grad school I had a couple of grad school fellow classmates who were in long distance relationships and things of that nature um what I have seen is that they they tend they can work um it tends to best work when there's some sort of foundation before the long distance, let's say they were together in the same place for a year or two before there was some sort of long distance situation. Um, and or if the long distance is the time is defined, like they know they'll be long distance for three years, it's temporary or something of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, um, just from my perspective and what I mm -hmm. think of relationships, um, I don't know. I, I think I could only do long distance relationship if that of those two things, one of those two things at least was was met. Um, just because I um, I am an affectionate person, so I feel like I feel, and that's one of my love language. Guys, took the love language test, guys, and. <laughs> And I had two, my two <laughs> things that came up as number one, I think it was tied, was physical affection and positive affirmation. So the way for me love is shown is by physical affection. Not necessarily sex, Kina. Get your mind out the corner. Um, <laughs> so I think just like what I, I wasn't thinking of need some sort of like um you know, like physical affection within a relationship that can't be um, uh, realized that there's like a long distance for a long period of time. So if, but if it's something that's like, is defined, like we're just going to be apart for two, three mm -hmm. years because of some professional job or something or something like that, then, you know, I feel like um, it could work but but as with all relationships I feel mm -hmm. like especially, but especially with long distance relationship is communication that becomes really paramount uh, in, in those type of relationships so um, oh yeah yeah I would say that that's 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 like actually ha has helped 
strengthen the situation between me and my gentleman mm-hmm. caller is because the only thing that we have most of the time is conversation. We don't, you know, we can't see each other and touch each other and and go out to movies and things like that a lot of the time. So we pretty much have conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we've gotten to learn each other be doing the more so the than I feel we would have possibly <laughs> if, if we were in the same city. <laughs> You know what? I don't know why you think I'm a freak so badly. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They just think I'm so freaky. I don't know why. But yeah, that that's. I mean, for our situation, um, being long distance is is like I said. Unless I were to move to him, it's an indefinite situation because of the nature of his job. Um, when one project is completed, then his job sends him to another state. Like in 2022, he's supposed to go to Alabama, I believe. Um, and then who knows after that project where it'll send him. So it's, you know, he just kind of bounces around from project to project. So, um, and then I know that's been a concern for him as well in terms of, um, having like a actual relationship Mm -hmm. and, trying to settle down with someone is because he's not settled and he feels that it would be inconsiderate to bounce a spouse or significant Mm -hmm. other around with him around the country as he takes project after project. You know, I think that more people than we realize are in long distance relationships, not to give (laughs) too much information about something that's not my business, but my parents are actually in a long distance relationship. My mom works in California. Mm -hmm. Um, for more money because she's a nurse and she could just make so much more money out there. And um, both of my parents have elderly um, parents who need to be taken care of. So they can't be, to, you know, around each other all the time. But again, you know, that it's, it's kind of different in, a, in the way that they, you know, they have been married for 37 years, I think, 38, 37 years. Mm. So even sometimes when the relationship doesn't mm-hmm. start off as a long distance like we don't know what life is going to bring us you know and so I think that like again this isn't my experience but like I see them having to communicate a lot more and to be willing to yield to certain things and think outside of the box because it I don't think that this is necessarily what they thought that you know that life would look like because you know you think you get with someone you be with them and you guys are just there under each other all the time and you know circumstances have led them to have to do what they need to do so I think and, and they aren't the only couple that I know who are married who aren't around each other all the time so I think that like there's mm-hmm. you know like like mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes on the couple itself like what does that couple want can they handle it you know like there's not one right or wrong way to do it so you know, I, I just think that, you know, it comes up all the time, but like, I think that more people are doing it than people actually realize. Like, I would be interested to see, like, is there a statistic mm-hmm. of how many like married people live in like, like in different households, but don't consider themselves separated? Um, I'm sure it's not like a majority, but I think that we'd be surprised by the number. Yeah, I would agree with that, especially for, like you said, professional professional reasons 
Okay, Shayla, I know you are just dying <laughs> to bless us with another segment of Data Dash. Well, I'm interested how fun. everyone on the panel would um, <laughs> respond to a scenario um, for the segment. So let's let's imagine that you decide um to get online and do some online dating. Let's say you went on Bumble and you decide <laughs> and you decide and you decided to um so go and do some okay. online dating, find someone online and you pick Bumble, Bumble because you know Bumble is the one where the woman the woman kind of does a lot of the pursuing and they have to yeah, they have to yes. So you're on Bumble and you oh, see really? a, you know, a nice looking gentleman uh, by his picture and you, you know, you swipe because you're interested and, um, <laughs> you know, you match because he also likes your picture. And I mean, you really like this picture. You're like, he's like, he's, this is a handsome man. He's in your age range. Um, he has a nice profession. He seemed seems open um marie for you he has he has two kids not looking for any not looking for any more he's set <laughs> so you know you you he you he matches with you too so the lines of communication are open so you know you guys are like sending um messages back and forth he responds in a timely manner he's witty he's funny he's interesting you know it's it's all like it's banter it's 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 great it's great so you decide um, to meet up, socially distance, of course, um, with a mask. So you decide to meet up at your favorite restaurant with a patio because it's COVID. So you guys meet up. Um, you, you know, while you're waiting for him, because you're going to meet there, you keep just thinking about this picture. You're like, oh, he was so, he was so tall and he seemed to be like in shape and he, you know, he picked your favorite physical feature. He had it. So you're waiting, you're waiting. You look at the time. He should be coming in the next five minutes. You sit there on the patio. And then all of a sudden, a guy that's five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, weighs <laughs> 210 pounds. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait. Um, <laughs> balding. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Patchy dry skin. <laughs> Walks up to you and he's like, <laughs> Marie? Derry? <laughs> Kina? <laughs> oh <my> Shayla? <laughs> um, so obviously, this little brought catfish you because he looks nothing like his photo. Date or dash? <laughs> 
have the audacity to actually you know, show you know, up. You kind of bring it up oh, in, a, my God. in a tactful way. And he, oh, he mentioned that he was concerned that you wouldn't um, take a shine to him. So he used the picture of his, of his um, brother. He used the picture of his brother. And um, so, you know, what would you do? Would you continue on huh. with the date? Um, or would you get the hell out of there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this this is really uh, putting me in a tough spot. Um, especially since I'm very inexperienced. <laughs> I would have to politely excuse myself. <laughs> I would say like, listen, we might have been vibing in other ways, but that is just a complete dishonesty, like intentional dishonesty right there. So I would just have to say, you know what? I think this is not a good mm-hmm. way to start off, you know, a relationship. And, you know, I, I, I'm very uncomfortable that you had to pretend that you were somebody else. Um, and I would... I would just have to end the date. I, I, I just, I, I, I would be so, so beside myself. Just, I, I don't, I don't even know if I could get the words out because I think I would just be so floored <laughs> that a completely different looking dude walked in. I, 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 I don't even know if I could say anything, but, <laughs> but that, that, that reminds me of a situation Jesus. because you know, I was, I'm not, I'm not really into online dating. I think just for that very reason, I think catfishing is a big problem. Um, and, you know, one, one, one night I was bored and I didn't have my kids that night and I decided, you know what, I just, let me just see what's, what's out there. Let me just see what people do here. So I didn't even go on a dating app or a dating site I actually just went on Instagram um and was just you know you know how people random people request to follow you and it's usually a follow for a follow a like for a like kind of thing but Mm -hmm. you know I I had a few guys you know request to follow me good looking guys people checked out their profile picture seemed you know you know, innocent enough, harmless enough that I could, you know, just let maybe start up a chat, start up a DM with them. So I did this twice. And the first time that I did, you know, I, we actually, the guy that I was speaking to, we actually spoke um, for, you know, maybe a good 45 minutes to an hour. And, you know, he, but I would look at the pictures and I would think to myself, you know, the first of all, there were only maybe six posts on his, on his profile and the pictures just looked too perfect. Like there was just very like GQ, very posed mm-hmm. and, you know, there was one, but he was like on a, a um, a jet ski or a water ski, like doing a flip. And I'm like, <laughs> these, these, these look so like professionally 
taken so you know I started to question it the more you know I talked to him you know I was chatting with him and I I I didn't like how we were chatting either it was just very much like he was interrogating me like what do you like in a man well this is what I like in a woman and and you know what kind of what what you know what are you looking for in relationship would you ever cheat blah 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 I'm like oh my god this is like a job interview this is very aggressive (laughs) I'm like so exhausted by all these questions no Wow. Which I would usually deflect okay. anyway, and he then he would answer it himself. <laughs> but you know, I I just I pretty much gathered that maybe this is not the guy or the personality behind these pictures. Um, so that was kind of one scenario. The second scenario, I actually mm-hmm. kind of called the guy out. So I was. You know, again, another one who requested to follow me and I, you know, we were chatting and then I started while we were chatting, I was looking harder at his profile and I'm like, is this who I think it is? And I studied the pictures harder because I just couldn't, again, like I'm floored because I just can't, I can't, I can't believe people actually do this. They like steal people's identities. So I was looking closer and closer at the pictures while we were chatting and I'm like, this looks like the pictures of the actor Henry Golding from <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians. No. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. And I, I, I felt so it just in like, my spirit. I, just, I knew know, it. Overthinking I this. felt it. Like random pictures <laughs> that you probably wouldn't see. Like he had to probably scour the internet to find some of these more obscure pictures. Um, But, you know, I was like, is it him? And then he was going along with the story, like, I'm from Singapore and yada, yada, yada. I have, you know, I have a daughter and and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, is this, this, this looks like Henry Golding. Like this, these look like pictures of Henry Golding. So I, I, I was, I just put it out there. I just, I text him back and I'm like, has anyone ever told you that you look like that actor Henry Golding? And then all of a sudden it's crickets and he was gone. <laughs> You're on to him. You caught him in this game. I, I caught him. So I oh. Like, you know what? This, is, this must be a very common occurrence. Yay. Because wow. now that I kind of picked up on the pattern, um, when when I see, you know, any guy that requests to follow me, if they only have like six or nine posts and the pictures look too manufactured or too posed, it's probably mm-hmm. not. That's probably not what the guy really looks like. I am going to put aside <laughs> the free food factor. You're probably going to actually dash. Like, and I'm going to dash. And I'm probably <laughs> not going to do it so politely because you wasted my time on this I mean, there'd be some words of things you're not going to be kind because I took time out of my day to beat this face, put together the perfect outfit, show up on time, which I never do, and this is what shows up. (laughs) No. Bye. Dash. Hard dash. I'm always going to stick around. I'm a very curious person. So I want to know at this point because. No, you didn't. That piqued like your interest. So I, you you, have a, lot of you found that fascinating. So I want to know, like, 
what else is going on? Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. Now, now to be clear, I will be blocking his number after this date. I will never talk to this person again. But I really want to know, like. I, I just want to know what else you're gonna do, and, and I think that that's that's why I end up in mm. situations because I'm like, I love it. okay, this is dumb. How dumb are you? <laughs> How dumb can it get? My fear would be that that the check shows up, and all of a sudden he has to go to the bathroom, or he forgot his wallet. It goes along with the foolishness. I would be dashing. That's all I will say. Yeah, I got to know. <laughs> so just wanted to um, close this episode. Thank Agreed. you, panelists slash guests, Derry, Marie. Thank you for joining us and giving your perspectives. It was Yay. fun. We laughed. We cried. We had Yay. interesting tales. It was great. Thank you, guys. Um, <laughs> so guys, um, come back and have one more episode for the season that you will not want to miss trust me um <laughs> so juicy yeah. um as always um you can find us um in your you know you can email us um uh, husband hunting podcast at gmail.com we have individual instagram accounts that you can check in on us for kina it's all things kina for me it's curating stories so we'll check in with you guys one more time before the season closes. We hope you <laughs> join us.